0: This is the Picard Podcast on TV Podcast Industries. We're back for our final chat about Season 3 of Star Trek Picard.
1: What began over 35 years ago ends tonight.
0: fellow trekkies and trekkers this is tv podcast industries this time we're here to announce the winner of our star trek picard season 3 10 forward pub quiz and discuss your finale feedback
2: i'm one of your hosts derek hello there fellow trekkies i am one of your other hosts john
3: and rounding out this trio of bridge controls i am chris
2: nice chris
0: which bridge control would you be
3: I want to say security, but I'm not. I'm going to be like the nerdy guy and not even the science officer. Like, it's going to be the guy beside the science officer that always gets killed by the explosion <laughs> first.
0: <laughs> could could you be the cook that once flew a ship and uh, is made to become the pilot of, uh, <laughs> yeah, of the yeah, Enterprise? How
3: about that? Yeah, How about I, that think I could do that. I could do that. I'm also probably going to get shot first. I'm t- I, I, I know I'm going to be a red shirt. It's the way.
0: <laughs> it is your favorite color, after all. It is. Yes. Good it is stuff. It looks my eyes. <laughs> well, welcome back, fellow truckies and trackers. We are going to talk about Picard for one final time. And the main reason for that is because all the way throughout season three of Picard, and actually the first two seasons, uh, we've been running our 10 forward pub quiz. One question through each episode, which will lead you to some Star Trek Picard goodies. And you have been answering those questions throughout the season. Thanks so much to everybody who's entered the, uh, entered the pub quiz. Uh, you were entering it through uh, sending us emails to feedback at tvpodcastindustries.com where you can still send your thoughts about any of any of the shows that we're covering. And it's been a lot of fun. It's also been a lot of fun trying to find Star Trek Picard season three goodies to give away. <laughs> Absolutely. There's three sites that I use all the official sites, the CBS site, the Paramount site, the American Star Trek site, the European Star Trek site, and weirdly, there's so little in the way of branded Star Trek Picard season three goodies. There's stuff from season one, all the, all the the Picard Vineyard stuff. There's, there's, uh, Picard Crest stuff from, from season two. Um, the Dastrum Institute has, they have mugs for that. They have almost nothing for the yeah, third season. It's really season, weird, isn't it? Yeah. Considering this is the one that's hit so big with audiences that, uh, that they had the last two episodes out in IMAX cinemas in, in the US, you'd think, well, maybe it was that. Maybe it was that they didn't realise, because it was the last two episodes, not the first episode of the season, right? Maybe they didn't know what they had.
2: Maybe. Maybe. All the, the cost of Merc is, has gone up um, with the cost of living, you know? Yeah, pop- but... Pottery mugs. But the fans are the ones that are going to have to pay roof. that. Yeah? So
0: yeah. so uh, so they put that, that on the fans. But I have found some wonderful beer starters, uh for our winner, which goes very well with our poke Quiz theme, right? It does. Yeah. It we, does. Have a, we have an awesome Picard... A uh, beer steiner and a glass uh, beer steiner with the uh, with the awesome Starfleet logo on the front of it. So, oh, <laughs> so, that's so there you go.
3: Nice. You can do that while you have your own poker night. Poker chips not included and neither people to play poker with are included. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Use the beer steiners.
0: <laughs> there you go. Maybe I should have got a poker set. But there's no yeah. branded Star Trek poker
2: sets either. But anyway. Uh, Star Trek, what are you doing?
3: I honestly think they did not think they had this hit, level of a hit on their hands. Yeah,
2: yeah. They're only bringing back the next generation. Why would Pop, no one tune into that? <laughs> Season two. Yeah. They didn't have the uh, full, like, group. Worf. They didn't have Geordie, yeah, you know? I know, yeah, I know? I
3: know. I just, because it's also, I've seen so many of the USS Titan t-shirts. Mm-hmm. That Shaw, Todd Slashwick, he, he kind of also put one out. And... Like, that sold out within seconds every, to the point it was being ripped off. Exactly. And it's just, uh, but then even I was like, oh, I kind of want one of those. I can't find it anywhere. Yeah, Even with the rip-off sites that, like, copy other good ones. That's what I mean.
2: It's like what they had with the original Next Generation, with the new elements Mm. introduced for this third season.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nightmare. Exactly. You'd think they were there. I have seen Scenario. action figures of uh, some of the major characters um, from the show that are being released in a few months' time, but I have a feeling in a year's time there will be loads of uh, of Season 3 yes. merch. But yeah. we do have to close down our 10 Forward Pub Quiz at some point. And, of course, given that we were on holidays for three weeks uh, in between the end of Picard Season 3 and uh, and this podcast, I was hoping uh, that by the time I get back there would be loads more. But there wasn't. The... Prices though are really good. You are going to enjoy them uh, when you when you get them. Whoever does win the pub quiz. With that, let's get into our Star Trek card. Season three, Ted Forward Pub Quiz Questions and Answers. Cause you need to know the answers, of course, for the questions, right?
2: Yes. You do. And yes,
0: that's quite critical. So on episode one, the next generation, the question was, What was the name of the whiskey that John Luke Picard and Will Riker shared in the bar? And the answer was Swafford whiskey, which they shared in copious amounts. In their very short conversation, yes. I think they went through about a quarter of a bottle, didn't
2: they? I think so. Yeah. Yes, they really did swig quite a lot of that. They know, uh, they know they uh, were swig. a a, um, a drunk, staggering Picard and mm-hmm. Will Riker. I, I think I that's why they
0: thought their plan would work of taking over <laughs> the Titan <time>, uh, <laughs> under a security review.
3: <laughs> For episode two, episode called "Disengage," we had this question. What is the name of the drug that Sneed makes Raffi take to prove that she's not Starfleet? Mm. The answer was With. Splinter. Not Splinter the Rat from TMNT. No, no, no. Splinter the Drug.
2: Yes, exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, For episode three, 17 seconds. Our question was, what beverage does Worf, son of Mog, House of Martok, son of Sergi, House of Rosenko, Bane of the Duras family, Slayer of Gauron. offer to Raffina? I'm so glad you got that question again. <laughs> I forgot how long it was.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That sounds like, why do you think I quickly came in on episode two?
2: <laughs> <laughs> or the shorthand for uh, question three is what beverage does Worf offer to Raffi? Mm-hmm. The answer is chamomile tea. See a good a good beverage from uh, from Worf uh, to Rafi. Uh, well, it is a bit like drinking daisies, so yeah, I don't know about that.
0: I did give a tip to our uh, to our wonderful uh, listeners to the podcast that when we're doing a, a pub quiz, always check out what liquids are in the episodes, because a lot of the questions may form around liquids. Uh, that was our <laughs> second one. Our third one is for episode four, no win scenario. The question was, what cheap bottle of whiskey do Picard and Jack share? And the answer is Jameson. Boo.
2: That's an outright disgrace. is, isn't it? Although it probably is the cheapest, it is probably the cheapest uh, Irish whiskey behind the bar. Yeah, but we're a tiny, tiny country, yeah? Well, there's loads of them now.
0: And Jameson surviving into the 25th century, 24th century, you would would expect that would not be a cheap cheap whiskey. But anyway, uh, the answer is Jameson.
3: They could have done something worse like Jack Daniels. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
2: Controversial no, Or oh, Johnny Walker, Red Label yeah. you If you want to go Scotch
3: Yeah, just go, go for Scotch Moving on to the next question For episode 5, Imposters What are Raffy's weakness According to Worf The answer is Impulsiveness, stubbornness And short-sightedness mm-hmm. Because Worf loves the Ness
2: He does, he, he does He really does For The Bounty, episode six, our question was, what is the designation number of the USS New Jersey found at the Fleet Museum? And the answer is the NCC 1975. Showrunner Terry Metallus was born in New Jersey in 1975. Quite cool, isn't it? Yeah.
0: So it's the USS New Jersey NCC 1975. Nice little touch there. Good stuff. Uh, On episode seven, Dominion, the question was, why would a Vulcan never go to Aklan 7, according to 7 of 9? And it's because of the anti-colonar demonstrations. Um, If you remember, colonar is the ritual that purges Vulcans of their emotions. So there was an anti-colonar demonstration in Aklan 7, uh, which is why no real Vulcan would go there, right? So Very good. Very good. I'm going to take this one. I know we're in a round robin, but I'm going to take this one because this is the one that we messed up. Uh, our original question for question eight was, what are the digits of Picard's override code entered by the tactical officer Lieutenant Mora on the bridge of the Titan as he, contro- as he was controlled by Jack Crusher? But it was impossible because it was only in one frame of the, uh, of the scene. I say impossible, but Victor Sellers... Did send the answer to this question. He said, "FYI, from the original question, the code is twelve eleven Picard Alpha Tango seventy five. It's on the panel behind VADIC, but only for a millisecond.
2: Wow!
1: Yeah,
0: we couldn't even find that uh, when we went back to look for the answer to the question. We yeah. just thought it was on screen for longer than it was. So, yeah.
3: Well done, mate. That <laughs> so is amazing. Victor yeah.
0: Sellers, an automatic entry into uh, into our draw uh, for for the pub quiz goodies." Um, so, even if you didn't get all the rest of the other questions right, you're already in the draw.
2: <sighs> yes, exactly.
0: The other question that everybody else had to answer for Episode 8 Surrender was what new Basazoid word does Deanna Troy teach Will Riker when they are imprisoned on the Shrike? And the answer was Vintaru, translating as you big baby. <laughs>
3: I will be using Vintaru a lot. There you Isn't go. That right, John Vintaru?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big baby. I know. This is.
3: <laughs> Moving on to the next question, episode nine, Vox. What is the name of the research academy on Vulcan where Jean Luc tries to send Jack to? The answer is Keslovar. Hmm.
0: Not so much as a re- of a research institute as a an imp- a prison, right? That's what we Jack said. Well,
2: or a psychiatric Psych- institute of so some description. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's lobotomy all the way for for Jack, I guess if he mm-hmm. went there. Uh, but on to episode ten, the last generation question: What two words do Klingons never admit to knowing? The answer is defeat and farewell. Who will love that?
0: Excellent stuff. Yeah, I love that. That feels very Klingon. It feels like you may have yeah. been able to
2: guess that um,
0: from from their race and how they uh, how they interact with everybody else in the galaxy, right? So, yeah, yeah, great line. Excellent stuff. That's it. That's the 10 questions. Well, 11 are <laughs> 10 correct ones and, and one incorrect question. Uh, we got lots of entries in throughout the season, but a couple of, a couple of difficult questions uh, may have thrown, thrown some people. Maybe the question uh, on question eight that was impossible may have stopped people entering uh, the quiz at that point uh, yes. with, their, with their answers. But we do have six Correct answers plus Victor's additional entry. We've got Dr. Bob Phillips, uh, Liam Sinclair, James Lawton, Victor Von Doom, of course, Will Walton, uh, John Edwardson, and another entry for Victor. So let's see who will win the Star Trek goodies. Let's give us a number between one and seven. Chris, do you want to do the honours?
3: Sure. Hey, Google, randomly select a number between one and seven. Hey, Google, randomly select a number between one and seven. The answer is two. Two. Ha, ha, ha.
0: So the winner of the poll quiz then is Liam Sinclair. Well done, Liam. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, well done, Liam. Uh, congratulations. Yes. I'll be yes. in contact with you in the next couple of days uh, to get the details of uh, of where to send your Star Trek Picard goodies to. Um, I will be honest, we're only just back from holidays, so it's going to be next week at this stage when I get in contact with you, but it will be very soon, and then we'll get your, uh, your Star Trek Picard goodies out to you as soon as we possibly can.
2: Excellent stuff. Yes, uh, thank you to all the quizzers and fellow Trekkies and fellow Trekkers uh, that joined the the 10 Forward Pub Quiz for this final season of Star Trek Picard. Mm-hmm. Uh, really good uh, participation from All our fellow Trekkies and Trekkers, great stuff. And congratulations again, Liam.
3: Yes, thank you so much, Liam. And congrats to you and congrats to everyone. We always have fun doing this. All of us pull these questions together. John is our quiz master, Mm -hmm. but we all have a a finger in the pie that is the questions. I will... No, I'm not going to take the question, the original question uh, of... Uh, the which of the passcode was because that was 100% him yeah, that N- was if me. everyone was angry that was <laughs> him and Derek not taking that one but all of us have questions in there so congrats to everyone and especially congrats to you Liam on winning the prize
0: and the last ever 10 forward pub quiz because that is the end of our Star Trek Picard season 3 coverage and the final episode of course of Star Trek Picard so uh, we won't be going back to 10 forward unfortunately no. in the future no yeah, but Sadly. there will be loads more pub quizzes coming up on TV Podcast Industries. Make sure, make sure you stay subscribed to TV Podcast Industries for all the things we've got coming later on this year. But to close out our season of Star Trek Picard Season 3, we do have some feedback from our awesome fellow uh, Trekkies and Trekkers. Uh, first up, we have an email in from Varat who said, Crying is a weapon of pain. If Seven, Rafi and Jack have a threesome, I will not watch. <laughs> "Jane, way, where are you? Shaw has a heart of gold. Friends till the end, my friend. Thank you for a wonderful podcast. You made the show more enjoyable. You are the first to ever read out my email on air. Not once, but twice. I feel the love of Star Trek in all your episodes and wish for a better world now and into the future. Live long and prosper. From Verat.
2: A.K.A. President Chekhov. Yes. Yes. Excellent stuff. Thank you, Verat. Um, Yeah, I I must say, Janeway, uh, I was wondering Mm. where she was. Uh, It was was a shame uh, we didn't get... Little glimpse, but uh, apparently, I think there w- was supposed to be um Janeway in there. I guess there was actually, since the show has aired, we actually uh, saw some uh,
0: some interviews with Terry Metallis, who was talking about the types of things that he wanted uh, to include in the show. And absolutely, one of the things that he wanted to include was uh, other characters that, that weren't in there. And um, what he mentions, I've got a couple of quotes from the actual article where, where he was interviewed, where he says. Firstly, about Aaron. he says they found Rolaren in the Dungeons of the Intrepid with Tuvok and that she had survived. We weren't able to pull that off. Harry Kim also appeared at one point. We really wanted to bring him back. We wanted Kate, Kate Mulgrew to be part of Seven of Nine's promotion. These are all things that at first, they were all in the first script. And then the line producer says, are you out of your effing mind? You can't afford <laughs> these things. You're not doing Avengers Endgame here. So they got to go away. And so those are the regrets. But I'm really happy we were able to pull off. He also says there were characters I really wanted to see again. In the original finale script, uh, it was a giant movie that we were building on a television time schedule. The fact that you saw what we saw was miraculous that we pulled it off. It nearly killed us all. But there was also a scene where Soji and Data meet up that we just couldn't afford to do.
2: Excellent stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so certainly I think those were in the pipeline. And I guess like with all TV and indeed movies, you know, there is the The production and budget elements that do factor into yeah. it ultimately, and also schedules, um, you know remember
0: this was being filmed just after the end of covid so um people may not have wanted to travel to l a at the time when uh, when they were doing their filming um of course, budget's going to be a problem, but if you need someone for a cameo for five minutes and they can't fit into the schedule time, then unfortunately you have to drop that as well. So uh, it was so interesting to hear that that's what they were thinking about. That that's the kind of characters that they were, of course, thinking about. Uh, also recently, uh, the actor who played Harry Kim was, uh, was talking about it and, and said he was uh, approached to do three episodes of the show, but his character is on Prodigy as well. So he has, is connected to the animated series Prodigy. So because they kind of own the character of Harry Kim at the moment, uh, they felt it wouldn't make sense to have him on there. So uh, another disappointment that we didn't get to see him, of course.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, all of these guys are on day rates as, as part of the Screen Actors Guild. So even if you need them for five minutes, you're paying a lot for five minutes. Maybe
0: you maybe. May <laughs> so yeah. that yeah. all
3: kind and that does add up. Yeah. Like that racks up, especially if <clears throat> most of these guys are not on a probably day rate. Mm-hmm. They're probably because they're considered a guest star, et cetera. Et cetera. So I know, like, I, I let the best part of that quote is the end game piece because you don't have Disney money here. <laughs> you have paramount money.
0: Exactly.
2: Exactly. Not the same. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Great stuff. Thanks for us.
3: Yeah. Thanks for us. We also got a note from Liam Sinclair who had this to say, a cadre, which is my friends. I believe in Irish. That's
0: right, Chris. Well Then,
3: yay! I got that. Well done, Liam. Thank you. <laughs> I've been listening to your show for all three seasons of Card. So hard to find good podcasts that match the TV I like to watch. Keep up the good work. Always meant to have a go at the quiz. This year, I'm lucky enough to have been up all night with a stomach bug, so I rewatched every episode and took a stab at it. Best, Liam. Well, Liam,
2: <laughs> excellent. Your
3: stomach bug. Has won out. Yes. It has given you the end and two steiners, so that you may drink yourself another stomach bug. Yes, or
2: cure a stomach or bug. Yeah. <laughs> actually, if you fill yeah. it maybe with brandy <laughs> or a hot whiskey, or a hot two whiskey. steins of hot whiskey. Right. <laughs> Use that cheap stuff, Jamesons. All right. Yes. Once again, I know John's
0: a doctor, but do not take medical advice from John. <laughs> no, seriously, <laughs> down. It don't. It do
2: doesn't it. work. Actually, I have a tragic story that I cannot uh, talk about over the airwaves (laughs) that involves the stomach bug and uh, trying to treat it with alcohol. Yeah, not a good Uh, idea. Not a good outcome. Absolutely. (laughs) Thanks so much, Liam.
3: Thanks so much, Liam.
2: Yeah, great stuff. Thanks, Liam. Over on Facebook, Victor Von Doom had some thoughts on the finale and said, bravo. There was some serious clean-up on Isle Sector 001. <laughs> I feel what really saved the day was Picard's love for Jack. Not even the Borg could overcome that. Nice to see the Borg finally put to bed, I hope. Is a Seven, Raffi, and Jack series in the offing? Perhaps Q's son could have appeared to Jack in keeping with the theme of The Last Generation. Mm. I would like okay. to see some episodes where Soji and Wesley meet his brother, Jack. Bravissimo. Good stuff. Thanks, Victor. Um, I mean, to be honest, I really hope this threesome of seven, Rafi and Jack, um comes into play, to be honest. Mm-hmm. um, I think it could be quite exciting to watch, um, certainly good. after this series. And certainly, uh, Joey Ryan, who plays uh, Seven of Nine, um, she has been getting some serious love on Twitter mm-hmm. for the role and, you know, I think there's certainly a lot of people that would like to see her captain the Enterprise. Absolutely. And so it'd be interesting if they, they kind of go that way or not. Yeah, we um, need to hear
0: her version of Engage um, or yeah, Make It sense. So, whatever her, her version is going to be. Um, Brilliant and I, stuff.
2: Yeah. And I like right. the idea of having Q's son uh, mm-hmm. given season two. It was a surprise to see Q there, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, I get he's a god he's omnipotent he's all over the place and once again this was filmed back to back with season two so uh so John Delancey
0: did know he was coming back for season three uh when filming the end of the season we just didn't know as the audience that's all exactly stop thinking so linearly as he says great stuff thanks Victor Richard Blaze simply says goodbye TNG you will be missed Absolutely. And Dr. Bob Phillips says, Data Skywalker, gender flipping for the subsequent generation, admirable admiral overlords, and the greatest poker game in the galaxy made this the near perfect finale to a brilliant season three.
2: Excellent stuff, Dr. Bob. Uh, Yeah, totally greatest poker game in the galaxy. Mm -hmm. I I think I read somewhere how they really just lingered on it. And I was it even that uh, Patrick Stewart wasn't entirely sure whether it would work, but when he saw it um it it did just hit you in the gut yeah. uh, the nostalgia high uh everything to do with those poker games. They filmed um, for a full forty five minutes of just that poker game
0: and uh and that's that's the bit that they clipped out was just this here, but there's a full forty-five wow. minutes of yeah. them sitting around the table all bantering with each other and chatting with
2: each other in character. And they must so, have had an actual game. Yeah. I, I guess. guess. So. Yeah.
3: Can they actually play poker?
2: I think so. <laughs> was I it
3: real uh, poker? Yeah. It's just like oh, let, snap why not? Connect four. I, I would have fish.
2: lost a thousand million non existent uh, Federation credits, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Thank God, money isn't in the stock. Money Trek universe. isn't
0: real. Exactly. exactly. It's about the fun and the game of chance, right? Exactly. Good stuff. Thanks, Dr. Bob.
3: Thanks, Dr. Bob.
2: Yeah. Thanks, Dr. Bob.
3: Finally, Heather Wallace had this to say. I enjoyed this season so much. I'd happily watch hours of the original Next Gen crew hanging out and chatting over some bad shout-out Picard wine. <laughs> the affection they have for each other is so obvious and brings so much delight to the series. In the first season, LeVar Burton was on set when the scenes with Patrick Stewart, Jonathan Frakes, Marina Sitlis were being filmed just to hang out and give. Support. I love that. It's a fitting end for the series. That Jean Luc faced the War Queen again, and wasn't she scary? Mm-hmm. As he said, it was the time to end what had begun 35 years ago. And given that time frame, maybe supposedly 20-ish Jack Crusher actually looks 35 because that's when the Borg DNA infected Boucard. <laughs> yeah, it's a stretch, I know, but no less than expecting us to believe he's in his 20s. <laughs> All the great and emotional moments in the series, the most powerful one for me, was the conversation between Will and Deanna about grief. It didn't drive the plot forward as such, although there was a payoff in Troy sensing Rikers goodbye, but it was so true and authentic. A lot of us original Next Gen fans are of an age where we have lost loved ones, and I really felt this was a message from everyone involved saying, we see you, we're with you. I teared up a lot in this series, but I've also cheered a lot too. I'm so glad it's had its run. Thank you so much Heather. And yeah, mm-hmm. that that scene, that that conversation was just poetic, well written and well kind yeah. of delivered by oh,
2: absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I mean, I just from personal experience, you know, I I would watch Star Trek original series and then the next generation with my dad who's mm-hmm. now gone. Um and so like it is really, you know, there is a sentiment uh, the as well watching these characters that you know you have these great memories of uh, for sure uh, also, Heather, I was just thinking. I have no idea how old Jack Crusher actually is, um, but it would be awful if he was like under twenty. He's not. He just looked though. really old. No, <laughs> yeah, the, the actor is in his thirties, uh, <laughs> definitely. It maybe he drank a lot at university <laughs> or something. I don't know, something like that.
0: I I feel they cast him didn't realize that the plot was going to call for everybody having to be under twenty five. That was under control of the uh, of um, of the uh, the Borg. So. Um, um, so they had to go. Uh oh, we have to change his age. Does it make sense? Yeah, it's fine. It's it's uh, it's the galaxy far, far away. Yeah,
2: twenty four and a half. Maybe he just made the cut. <laughs> <laughs> I just made
0: a Star Wars reference there. I'm, I'm not proud of it, but it's staying in. Um, sorry about that, uh, Heather. I couldn't agree with you more. Though I'm really glad the series got the chance to accomplish this third season. You know, we we have liked the first two seasons. We're not like, hugely negative here on the first two seasons, but bar none this is the best season that they have produced of picard it's really really good the chat, the fact that they had the ability to produce it and put it out there and we all got to see it i'm delighted it did end off on such a high so uh, if we do see these characters in the future uh, in any other projects yeah that's great but they've ended this show which on such a great high that i'm really happy if this is the last thing that the tng cast do it's a great closer for them right
2: I think just one final bit of feedback. Then it is uh, a voicemail in with from Matt Murdock. Uh, some musical thoughts on Star Trek Picard. Yes, yes, great to hear from Matt.
1: Here he is. Hey there, TV podcast industries and Star Trek fans everywhere. Double M, Matt Murdock here with you, and. I don't have any feedback for the finale, but I do have a top five list of musical moments for Picard Season 3. Here we go. Number five. Actually, I'm not going to play this one, but it is something that I found very wonderful, and that was the use of classical music in uh, the part three of this season. Uh, You heard some Mozart, some Berlioz. It was wonderful. So that's number five. Number four is the use of the old Klingon theme, Jerry Goldsmith's theme from Star Trek The Motion Picture. And that was used for Worf's entrance in uh, the second episode of this season. And again, used in the fifth episode when he was training Raffi. That, of course, sounds like this. Number three was the playing of the Voyager theme when Seven shows Jack the ship and talks about being reborn there. And that was during part six, like this. Number two is something I think I actually sent an MP3 in for you guys about. In fact, the top two both do. But number two was the rising baseline under the Star Trek theme in episode four when Riker gives Picard the con so that he can lead the ship. It sounded like this. After all season, trying to figure out what this theme meant or what it was for, and it could still be a combination of Picard's old crew and the Titan itself. But it was used so much throughout the season that uh, the introduction of it seems very important now, back in Episode 1, as the Titan departs Starbase. Those are my top five musical moments for season three, the final season of Picard. Thanks to TV Podcast Industries for doing a great podcast on this, and to all of their fans who wrote in with their thoughts, feelings, theories, etc. It's been a wonderful listen, and I'll take off now into warp by saying engage fantastic thanks so much matt uh, great to have you listening along with us
0: and great to hear your musical thoughts from the series the top five musical thoughts it's something i just couldn't do uh for the show i love the music of course uh, there's so many iconic tunes that are within the star trek universe but uh, matt has such a great way of picking out uh, moments that that i would have missed if it wasn't for him
2: yeah absolutely mm. uh, really good to get uh, your musical thoughts though matt uh keep them coming in for the other shows as well and um, really enjoy listening to your your thoughts there great stuff
3: yeah thanks matt i i was expect. i'm not gonna lie i was expecting you to actually have the warp sound out there I know. just because you have that ability <laughs> there where there is a will there is a match
0: it, there you go there you go good stuff thanks so much and thanks to everybody who's been sending in your feedback throughout this season exactly as matt said it's been great hearing your thoughts and and, and your Enjoyment of the series along with ourselves uh, throughout the show. That is the end of our coverage of Star Trek Picard. Thanks so much for joining us for this season and all three seasons of Star Trek Picard. Uh, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast over on tvpodcastindustries.com. If you want to hear more from us, there's loads more stuff uh, coming up. We are staying in space for our other episode this week where we're discussing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, the latest movie in the MCU. We'll also be discussing Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the sequel, of course, to Into the Spider-Verse, which is coming next month and then we'll be back to weekly tv once again with marvel's secret invasion Mm, can't wait for that Uh, the nick fury starring mcu show coming on disney plus from june 21st thanks so much for joining us we hope you'll join us for something else in the future
3: yes thank you so much and make sure you subscribe on all Federation, Romulan, Vulcan, whatever your podcast catcher of choice is, or just head on to com, and that will give you all the link you lose. If you really like what you hear, if you've enjoyed all seasons of the podcast, make sure you rate and subscribe and like and share the podcast with all your friends and family and Starfleet crews. There you have it. Your crewmates need to know about us. If you're in the navy in starfleet in the (laughs) army wherever you are tell people about us because they need to know yes thank you so much and if you really enjoyed us why not head on over to patreon.com slash tv podcast industries although the in time of starfleet they don't have real money they don't have credits they do have drugs but we're not asking for your drugs we're asking for your money if you would like to give us any ongoing monthly amount you can by heading over to patreon.com slash tv podcast entries or if you want to give us a one-off donation you can head on over to buymeacoffee.com slash tvpi where you can keep derek in caffeine it's not technically a drug it's real <laughs> you can give him a coffee there you go yes keep him edited into the wee hours
0: Okay, hands up fellow Trekkies and Trekkers who thought Chris was going to go for it. Send us money through Patreon so we can buy our own drugs because I absolutely did. <laughs> <laughs> only caffeine uh, passes these Yes, maybe caffeine. the occasional uh, glass of wine uh, while I'm um, at A to the weeds. And quite yes. a lot of margaritas. Quite the a last, lot of margaritas. Uh, yes. yes, yes. Mexico yeah. is great for the margaritas. Brilliant stuff. Thanks again for joining us. We'll talk to you again soon.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, fellow Trekkies and Trekkers. I cannot wait uh, to catch up with you again uh, when we take on our new TV shows and movies that are coming out as well but in the meantime, remember, keep watching, keep listening, and of course make it so. Bye
3: Bye, Bye. Engage